Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning. Today we've got two meetings in New South Wales from a harness racing perspective, that being Tamworth this afternoon and also Penrith this evening. A big 10 racer out of Tamworth today and some really competitive racing on that card as well. The first gets underway right on midday, 12 o'clock. So make sure you're ready for that with a little bit of an earlier start. So we're only 90 minutes out from a start to that Tamworth card. And then later this evening, we'll kick off an eight racer from Penrith, the first there at 6.07. Last night at Bathurst, there were a few sets of connections that had very good nights at the office. Steve and Mitch Turnbull combined for a treble. So they started the night off with the first two before a later winner on that card. And Bernie Hewitt was also able to train a double there. It's a busy day in New South Wales tomorrow. We have three cards of racing. Wagga in the afternoon and then Newcastle and Dubbo both in that night time slot. So that's what's happening in New South Wales over the next few days. We've also got an eye on Queensland with Tab Black's A Fake Night taking place on Saturday. The weather forecast is improving, which is a good sign. Still holding on to favouritism is one of several New South Wales contenders in Spirit of St. Louis. He's now at three dollars four twenty for like a wildfire. He continues to meet with solid support. Better eclipse at five fifty, triple eight at six fifty. We heard last night that Greg Sugars will be jumping off Better Eclipse last week's Sunshine Sprint winner to partner up with Triple Eight. So that's a, a pretty good lead from Greg. Chris Alford will take the drive on Better Eclipse. And again, all of those markets for the feature races on Saturday night are now available with Tab 4 Group 1s to look forward to. Jack Halligan will take his part in all four Group 1s on Saturday night at Albion Park. He also has a solid book of drives tonight at Penrith and he'll head to Newcastle tomorrow evening as well so plenty of miles over the next few days for jack but he is our guest for on the pace this morning good morning jack how are you good thanks Brittany. how are you very well thank you plenty to get through this morning but you've had a, a busy few weeks how's it all going i guess you would have been pretty happy with that barrier draw on monday you were there to choose the barrier draw for spirit of st louis three I guess it gives you plenty of options anyway. Yeah, it's an ideal draw for him. You know, gives him an opportunity to be in the front bunch of early without doing a lot of work. So I'm really happy with the barrier draw and I'm looking forward to Saturday night. We had you on In The Gig last night on Sky 2 and we did have a comprehensive chat around Spirit of St. Louis. But for those that didn't hear it, uh, what did you make of last week's effort in the Sunshine Sprint? To the eye, it looked like a really good bounce back run from the week before. Is he where you want him? Yeah, he definitely is where we want him now, Britt. He, um, like you said, he was disappointing two starts back, but um, everything showed on Sunday night, the way he felt and travelled and um, really attacked the line. It showed that he's um, pretty close back to his best. So I'm really confident that he'll put in a great run on Sunday. What about the 2,600 metres? I guess it's been a carnival where he's been tested over all of the distances. He was sharp at the mile last week. The 2,600, though, he really showed earlier on this year that it's probably to his likening, despite the fact that he ran second in a miracle mile. That Victorian carnival, did it tell you that the trip will be no issue? Yeah, i got no doubt for the trip. Um, as you said, early on in the year, one... You know, three cup races in 
Victoria all over distances and then was a really good second in the Hunter Cup and he performed really well through the end of Dominion series at all different distances as well so uh, the distance isn't an issue at all. What did your speed map tell you? No doubt you would have had a really good look now. You know these horses very well also. You've driven Ultra Orlando a lot in his career, competed against the likes of Majestic Cruiser and uh, turn it up as well. He was there last week. I guess like a wildfire is the, the real question mark horse. But on your speed map and of your assessment of those around you, where do you have yourself in the run? I think out of Orlando and turn it up are probably the two obvious ones that'll uh, be pushing forward quite hard. Triple um, A does have good gate speed as well, but he seems to probably not quite have that uh, firing punch at the end kind of the more you use him so I wouldn't have thought that Greg would want to get too involved early um, so I think just with the three gate it gives us a really good opportunity to be handy without doing a lot of work um, whether it's handed up or out of Orlando or even if Triple Eight was somehow able to hold those two out which I'd, I would doubt um, I think you know we'll be positive early and won't be letting anything from outside us or behind us getting in front of us anyway so even if we have to move to the breeze at some stage and you know have a crack for the front um that'll that'll be ideal were you surprised to see greg sugars change his steers from better eclipse to triple eight does that make you a little more wary of that horse now um i wasn't too surprised really you know Obviously, drawing the front line gives it a bit of an advantage. It, you know, win two starts back were unbelievable, and um, even though it, it did run last on last Saturday night, it had the quickest closing section of the whole race. So there was plenty of merit in its run still, and you know he's probably out of the two, the more seasoned campaigner for these longer trip around circuit races. So um, yeah, I'm sure he'll definitely be one to beat. There's a great chance there. Spirit of St. Louis in that Grand Circuit tab, Black Safate Queensland Championship. That is race number eight on Saturday night. You've also got drives in the other group ones, as I mentioned. Let's discuss the, the tab Queensland Oaks and Steno because we know that Amore Vita is a, a very short price favourite, but I give this filly a, a great chance of upsetting her. Uh, what did you make of last week's effort? Because on paper it was excellent. And can you beat Amore Vita again this week? Yeah, I was wrapped with her on last week, Britt. She, you know, only went down a narrow mar- margin, uh, being first up with just a one trial, so she should take a lot of improvement on it. And um, although probably the first 600 was quite easy, um, you know, that last 1,200 was quite solid. So hopefully she takes a bit of improvement off that and um, I'll be driving her very confident. And, yeah, I think she's a great winner, chance. Do you think that you can find the lead? We know that Amore Vita is not the quickest or noted for a gate speed. You would still expect them to be positive, but your filly's got really good early pace. So does your map tell you that you can find the front? Yeah, I'd like to think so. Um, you know, I think Amore Vita's got good gate speed, but um, when it has been used, it seemed to want to fire up a little bit. And, you know, I've read in the media that Chris and Nathan were both a bit worried how she fired up last week even not being used off the gate just put in the race during the middle stages so um, 
if we can get a good run at the gate and you know come out pretty solid, I don't think they'd want to get in too much of a war because you know it might set their filly off a bit too much as well. I know Cam Ross took Steno into Albion Park this morning to give her a final piece of work. Have you heard from him? And I guess you would have discussed something with him during the week on on how she's been and his confidence levels. Uh, no, I haven't spoke to Cam this week. Um, I saw him at the trials yesterday, but um, you know he, he flew up last night and then gave her a final hit out this morning, so she wouldn't have needed much after that pretty solid run. So um, hopefully she's just fit and healthy going into Sunday and you know have a good crack at it. You've also got a good draw in the Tab Queensland Derby with Muscle Bart. When you look at the sectionals from last week, he was superb. You must have been really happy with his performance and it's a big barrier draw swing this time around. Yeah, I was wrapped in here on last week, Brittany. You know, I was just they walked up front and there was no moves until real late, but he he speared through the middle really well and got up the straight um, really hard, so uh, getting a good draw is really going to help his chances. He'll be able to just be handy there without doing too much luck. And if he gets a, if he gets a bit of luck, he'll be able to definitely be a strong place champ. 2,600 for these three-year-olds. They're basically all untested over it. Uh, you know, can't find a better man well working alongside Belinda and Luke, despite the fact that he's been up in Queensland for quite some time. Is he the major threat or is there another that you're a little more worried about? Yeah, I think his run last week definitely showed that he is a great chance. Can't find a better man. Um, you know, I think no one can not believe the fame of what he's done. You know, his whole career, he's just been an outstanding horse. And, um, yeah, those two are probably the ones to beat. All right, that's the Queensland Derby, which will be race number six. And very intriguing run to that first turn. There could be... A lot of gate speed engaged there, Jared Alchin, with plenty of representation and a very strong New South Wales flavour. Rip also goes around there. He was much better at the trials on Tuesday. You've also got a very solid book of drives tonight at Penrith, particularly towards the, the latter part. One horse I wanted to ask you about, Promise Land. She's back in action, a filly that you know well. You drove her uh, to win going back to last preparation at Menangle. No trial before tonight she comes through a second at group one level in behind Jewel Melody last time out but this is a pretty hot two-year-old race for a Thursday night at Penrith yeah there's a few that go pretty good in this route um you know she's a quality filly yesterday she won the pink bonnet early on and then um was second to Jewel Melody in the um Australian pacing gold final in Sydney so she's a really quality filly got great gate speed so we'll be using that and, um, yeah, hopefully she runs a good race. What about tomorrow night? Again, you've got plenty of good chances on paper, a couple of horses that have drawn a little ordinarily, but the majority of them actually look to be the class runners of the field. Is there one tomorrow night at Newcastle that stands out that at this early stage you've had a look at and think, well, that might be the one tomorrow night? Uh, probably beneath the shadow. Um, he won first up for... Adam Regari last start um, it, they missed away a little bit so I had to chase the gate and did a lot of work to get the front so it was actually although he won convincingly it was probably better than it actually looked um, I think you know, he's 
a handy enough horse, even probably jumping up in grade a little bit, but he, he can make his own luck and I think it'll be a good chance. Okay, that's race six, number eight tomorrow night at Newcastle beneath the shadow. Best of luck over the next few days. Jack here's hoping you can salute uh, at that grand circuit level with Spirit of St. Louis. He's the current tab favourite at this point in time and he is certainly on paper the one to beat. Thanks for your time this morning. No worries. Thanks, Britt. Jack Halligan there joining us for On The Pace. He will partner up with Spirit of St. Louis, Belinda McCarthy, of course, as trainer and a big ownership group involved looking for Grand Circuit success. He's been second at that level two times already this year in the Hunter Cup and then the Miracle Mile, but he is the one to beat on Saturday evening from that kind barrier draw. But such an intriguing race and a race of 12 probably legitimate winning hopes despite the fact that there's a few at longer prices they're not racing badly and the barrier draw probably hasn't been in their favor but all the same it's going to be a great contest that's race number eight on saturday night at albion park just another look at a few of those other markets while we have some time up our sleeve Uh, a few of the other features on saturday night now there will be a tab harness offer for tote players on Saturday night if you to place a tote win bet on races one to four at Albion Park and your horse runs second or third you can be eligible to get a bonus bet back of up to $50 so make sure you check that out that's on races one to four so where you play early on in the night the Queen of Hearts is a mare's feature Margita is a 2.30 favourite there but Belinda and Luke McCarthy strongly represented with the Honey Queen she's back in action she missed that golden girl last week she's 3.10 Fairy Tinkerbell at 3.40 other New South Wales representation includes Gendon Strike for Chris Frisbee. She's there at $26. So that's race number three. Race number four is the Queensland Trotters Cup. Credit Master last week's winner. He's the current favourite at 280. Doff your cap for Jared Elton at $4. Tough Monarch is at 420. And then we're getting out to $13 or better about the rest. So those three are drawn one, two, and three. And they certainly look the ones to beat in the first of the group ones. Amore Vita is still really solidly with favouritism in that tab. Queensland Oaks at 165. But Steno looks great value at 420. So her historia has been the one at a longer price, 950 into 550. Of course, we're keeping an ear out for when the likes of Soho Historia and Like a Wildfire will arrive from Melbourne from the uh, from the Stuart Tonkin camp. They're waiting on a flight, so they're due to fly in tomorrow morning. But she's there in the Oaks, not to be denied for Mark Hugh at 13 and Covergirl at 18, the Iron Lady at $26. So again, plenty of New South Wales representation there. And in that derby, there's been a big swing in favouritism towards Can't Find a Better Man, four into 250 pretty well after markets were framed. Leap to fame now on the second line of betting at 260. Rip's been easy, as mentioned yesterday. Did trial really well at Albion Park on Tuesday. And then Jared Alchin's also got the three runners drawn, five, six and seven in my ultimate Johnny, Chevron and Ronnie. They'll be certainly players. My ultimate Ronnie, the shortest of them at $12. So all of those markets, six of them for the features out of Albion Park on Saturday night are now available with tab if you want to check them out. And also the free-for-all at Menangle on Saturday night is open. And it's not only open with tab, it's open in terms of chances. Jimmy Locke, the 370 favourite, Focus Stride, 440 and Bundoran, 460. A strong push from Amanda Turnbull yesterday in regards to Bundoran. So that is available with tab as we speak. That's on the pace for this Thursday morning. As mentioned, Tamworth gets underway at midday. So we're just over an hour out from that Big Ten racer. Penrith this this evening, just after six o'clock. And then three cards of racing tomorrow. Mick Gearham will cover off plenty more in finding 
Morning winners at 10.30 here tomorrow, Friday morning on Sky Sports Radio. Hopefully you can join him then.